Sports Podcast. I said, Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast with Andy Ruther and Joe Prano. Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Ruther. Coming to you live from Cincinnati, Ohio, with my co-host from Las Vegas, Nevada, Joey Nochel Prano. Hello, Andrew. Look at that backdrop there. Yeah, I was. I got a nice big room here at the Rio in Las Vegas, and uh, I was moving all around. I'm like, should I sit at this table? Should I sit at this couch? And then I was like, oh, maybe I should go like sports show on the road style and just throw that rio sign in the background so here we are looking out over the rio resort and casino fun fact you're all i'm here all week andy yeah. uh, the, the comedy cellar which is in the rio comedy cellar las vegas two shows every night tonight monday through sunday so literally the next seven days two shows a night if you're in las vegas or you're coming to Las Vegas for Labor Day weekend, you should come to a show. Uh, if you live in Las Vegas, uh, we should hang out because long that's a long time to be in Vegas. That's going to be the longest you've ever been in Vegas. Oh, for sure. For seven sure. Ni- seven nights or eight nights? Seven nights. I wonder your your mindset after that. Because because Vegas, the thing about Vegas that people don't fully get is it's just, it's like, like psychologically, it's a different animal when you're there. Like when you're there a couple of days, sure. But like when you're there like that, when it's at least seven days, I think it just, you, you turn into a different person. Yeah. I'm looking forward to like trying to figure out how to, how to do this. But I think, I think it's going to be the first couple of days, just like real keep it real low key then maybe you know get my shows done i mean whatever midweek maybe start venturing out yeah really really just you know slowly build toward the weekend because it's like the weekend in vegas it's gonna be wild but also i mean it's labor day weekend for one but also maybe it's like keep lay low for a couple days Go wild for a couple of days before the weekend gets here. Dial it back while the when the crowds are out, you know. Yeah, but we'll see. So I'll probably play some poker at some point. I'll probably play some golf. I'll probably lay by the pool. I'm definitely going to drink a bunch of Miller Lights. Well, it's it's fun, you know. You're back at the old Andy Ruther stomping grounds. The yeah, yeah, the former employer. You know, for me, which is fun. So you, the building you're in, I forget what it's called because there's two towers. That one has the Masquerade Tower. Okay, that's the Masquerade Tower. That has an, I don't know if it still did. When I lived in Las Vegas, that had a nightclub on like the 40-something floor. Okay. Which is cool because it's in, it's indoor, outdoor. And then you can walk outside. And obviously, you're not on the strip, but it's cool because then you can see the strip. Right. So it's like okay. a di- it's like a different vantage point. I forget. This is terrible. I forget the name of that nightclub, but I used to. Is this? Ta- oh, yeah. This tower does go up. 
Wow. Yeah. Okay. Cause I'm only halfway up here. I'm like at 20. Yeah. So it's, it's like the nightclubs on like the 40 something floor. And obviously when I worked there, like, like the Rio was still pretty cool. Not that it, I mean, no offense, not, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, I've heard it's, you know, I've heard it's not the best. I've never been here before. I've never, but, I've never but the stepped room, in. Here's the thing. I've, the been rooms, to, I've been to Vegas a lot of times. I've never stepped foot in the Rio. Every room's a suite. So your room's big. You have a massive yeah. room, correct? Yes, I do. So you have a massive room. Every room's a suite. And uh, that was like how that when they built that, that was the thing. And um, yeah, when I lived there, damn, you know, 15 plus years ago, it, it was still like going to that nightclub was still a thing. And I had connections working there. So I could always get in or skip the line, whatever it was. But uh, men, you know men, me, I'm a lifeguard from the pool. Many a fun time that I have there. And I really miss that employee buffet, the employee cafeteria, I should say, where, you know, you eat whatever you want. Dude, that's the thing about Vegas that people don't realize is that the employees have their own cafeteria, their own buffet underground at all the casinos. Yeah. 24 seven access. So if you have an employee badge and you're a degenerate, like I was at the time and you're out drinking and you're partying and you're at the clubs or whatever you get done and you're hungry, you don't have to pay for food. You know, you just like, they don't monitor it. So you walk in with your nightclub clothes, you just swipe. Cause they don't even know you could have been working. Right. You just, yeah. you swipe through the turnstile and then go crush uh, like a late night Philly cheesesteak or whatever the hell else you want to order. Let's go. Yeah. I think my frugal ways go back to Vegas because like when I realized like how like I would penny pinch, I would load my backpack full of food. It's a very Andy Ruther move. Just like like my thing was You're I would like try- these 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 pre-sealed cereal bowls. I'll take 40 of these home. I I would. I would do breakfast there. I I do breakfast before my shift. You get your your lunch break was an hour, and then I would go there after my shift ended, and my buddies wouldn't. They, I'd be like, "Why are you like? You know, you're not eating the same thing every day. Again, it's a full buffet. Like it's just a massive, and they'll make anything for you, right? If you're like, "Hey, I want a cheeseburger. I want this," that they have chefs back there, and I never got my buddies because they're like, "Dude, you're eating all your meals." I go, "But I'm not eating the same thing," you know. You know how much money I'm saving? And then I'd bring stuff home. My roommate is like, are you really unloading like 15 bagels that you took from the uh, employee cafeteria? I'm like, yeah, man. Yeah, man. We're having a bagel breakfast. I have a whole spread. That'll be fun, though. That'll be good. Get out. There's a lot of outdoor stuff. I don't know if you want to do that, but like there's actually great yeah. hiking areas and Red yeah. Rock. 110 and- degrees. Is that what it is? Yeah. 110. Okay, so you might not want to do that. I'd like to play golf one morning. I guess I got to I guess I tee, tee off at 4 a.m. or something like that. Try not to die. Um, brought my golf clubs. So yeah, if there's any dirt balls in and around Vegas, let's go. Also, shout out to the dirt balls who came out to the uh, Hollywood Improv on Thursday of last week. A uh, few dirt balls in the crowd. Always nice to see the dirt balls. Um, appreciate you guys. They do stuff like it's lit, fam. No, no, it's lit. Uh, I did get a couple Miller lights from Dirt Balls. Really appreciate you guys. You know, I was laughing the other day thinking of the Dirt Balls doing that. I was thinking of the San Francisco show. 
no chill and then the joanne joanne yeah you got a joanne that was yelling out my mom's name while i'm trying to tell jokes eddie's big move now when i'm whenever i'm on the road with eddie he'll like come out on stage and he'll find like a lone white dude in the crowd he's like you're dirtball right (laughs) (laughs) they're like yep yep here's a joke yep Uh uh-huh drove from like eight mile eight eight hours away yep that's right I just went on our Reddit, speaking of the dirt balls, and I was alerted. I hadn't been on probably in like a week or two. I hadn't checked it out. And I was alerted to something that's interesting. According to a website, what is the website called? Idlenetworth.com. I'm worth $165 million. That's dope, dude. Yo, yeah. can I borrow some dough? Yeah. Can I borrow a cool Millie? I love, the, I love the comments, by the way. The comments. Two mil after the week in Vegas. Yeah. The comments are great. Wait, what? It honestly can't be right. Then the response, thus the process. Third response. No, it's true. I've been donating to the Thust Fund. <laughs> $165 million. Yeah. I wouldn't be doing this show like a hostage, which I've been yeah. on what? Like. Is this episode like I really got to get this situation under control? Is this episode like four or five that I've yeah? Done? What's going on? Where are you in in the new? What are we calling this place? Is this you said Casa de Roscoe? Yeah, well, I think that's what I was about to say, Casa de Roscoe. Which that's the name of the Wi-Fi. We we use that. Nice. That's that's the Wi-Fi name for the house. So this is where we're at. And what's we, the password? We are. <laughs> I know. We are. Let's see here. The living room and the kitchen and the dining room have been painted and two of the bedrooms have been painted. Okay. Um, and, and that's just the painting. Um, a lot more has been done, but to answer your question, it's a work in progress. Right. I, I, know, I know my significant other is probably listening to this and being like, yo, dude, paint the minute this thing ends. <laughs> but what I've learned, Joe, is I can't put shit together because of patience. So like Ikea stuff or just furniture in general, she's really good at that. And she has the patience or like changing out every doorknob that was like shitty golden. Like she's replacing with the silver. Like she has the patience for that. I just I don't have patience for that stuff. Like the Ikea stuff, man. Axel, I don't know about- Rose, Axel Rose wrote a song about this, man. It's a great song. It's fucking incredible. A little, a full whistle break. Axel changes his voice so much when he sings. I've actually been listening to a lot of Guns N' Roses lately. After I made Axel my all-time frontman. Yes. Isn't it fascinating how he fluctuates his voice? Yeah. That's a pretty good group, by the way. Yeah, pretty great. Pretty awesome. Certainly, certainly a huge peak. Not as good as the Blue Man Group. Are they still in Vegas? I I think I saw that. I think I drove by. Yeah, where where are they? At the MGM? They bounce. They they sign a contract. They bounce around. And they go. When I was there, they were the Venetian. 
I saw, I, I believe I saw a sign. I believe the Blue Marine group is still here. Carrot Top, is he still rocking the, uh, the Luxor? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. I know he got a big, a huge bump uh, recently with the Joe Rogan appearance. Uh, a lot of people were like, you know, kind of like a Carrot Top. So maybe he's back. I, I honestly don't know. I, I wouldn't see either of those two things. I used to know a dude who was in the Blue Man group. He did improv with me. And I was, I always just would think like, how long does it take you to put all that blue stuff on? Yeah. They're like, will you paint your whole body blue? He's like, yes. And? <laughs> I'll play the drums too. Like there's a lot of layers to that. Were you doing a yes and? Yeah. But also you were doing like, okay, this is all you need to do is paint your body because what yeah. the hell? Yeah. I think that's a good segue to talk Tom Brady. Speaking of painting the body, what is going on with Tom Brady's body? Has he had facelifts? Has he had plastic surgery? What is going on? He was away and he looks frightening. I have been saying this for months, even years. I was hard on this. Uh, when I was up in Tahoe with Laz, no one wants to fucking, everybody's like, ah, Prano's doing a bit. Prano's doing a bit. Ah, ha, ha, ha. He's drinking the blood of children. I'm convinced of it. I'm convinced he's drinking the blood of children. I'm also convinced he's probably taking, I just think he's probably five years ahead of the curve. Tom Brady is on things that will soon be discovered by less super wealthy people um that don't date international supermodels and every single thing tom brady has in his body now like mo like at least two dozen substances that tom brady takes currently will one day be banned by the nfl i'm convinced of it so he was away we've it been joking about to me it. how he's the only person in the history of planet earth who ages backwards We've seen people who don't age like we've seen the, you know, oh, Keanu Reeves looks the same now as when he was 25. And we've seen, you know, Nicolas Cage looks like a, he, you know, a Civil War general. We've seen all these things, you know, um, but I've never seen anybody reverse. I've never seen anybody Benjamin Button. I've never seen anybody look younger than they did 15 years ago. But that's uh, weird. But my thing with Brady is that. He looks better. He did. I want to. I want to say this point. I felt he looked better in recent years. I agree with you than he did twenty years ago. But now, I this press conference changed it for me. To me, now he just looks very mannequin and plasticky. If that makes sense. Well, that's the thing. It's like usually when you get the uh, when you get the the plastic surgery, it makes people look better to like sort of an untrained eye like oh less wrinkles and then but like people who look really hard then you're like oh it's kind of it's kind of all fraudulent right tom brady looks different than all that tom brady looks weird i, I agree and that's the thing like i think he looks weird now after this absence and 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 this is what i really want to know i think being face down in the sternum of like a like a a fleshy eight-month-old baby just eating it like a raccoon eats a fucking, you know, out of a garbage can. <laughs> He's going to do some weird things to you.
So we didn't know where Brady was. That wild. You ever, we were, you, ever, you ever come across like coyotes in the fucking? Oh yeah, it's crazy. In, in Los Angeles, like just eating a dead carcass. Your, yeah. Your 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 headlights hit their eyes. Their, their faces come up. They're covered yeah, they in look blood. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's why I keep doing what I'm doing. That's Tom Brady in the off season. So we didn't know where he went. There was those wild rumors starting on Reddit that he was the mass singer. Now, supposedly, he was on a trip to the Bahamas at a private resort with his family. And a lot of people say this might have already been booked. But when he retired and he said to the Bucks, I got to keep this trip, blah, blah, blah. Obviously, his cloud. What the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> like Tom Brady is having a heart. Like, dude, we put down a deposit. You know, you can't just like go to fucking Sandals Resort and then cancel. You're fucking Tom Brady, dude. You think Tom Brady, like, what the fuck are we talking about? That's what I'm saying. Like, he already had this trip planned. Yeah. I want to know because his answer, and we're going to play the clip, his answer, and I've watched it multiple times. It's a lot of talking with saying nothing. Right. So, like, He's talking. He's been gone 11 days. Let me tell you what happened, Andy. Did you know August is the biggest month for birthdays? No. Fun fact. Yeah, because it's the closest. It's, it's you know, the amount of time it takes to carry a baby to conclusion if you got pregnant around Christmas. A lot of people get pregnant at the holidays. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. So Tom Brady took whatever Epstein's boat or plane or whatever down to, you know, some other sort of Epstein Island and just got like they basically got the newest delivery of fresh babies. Like this is harvesting season for if if you're in the fresh baby game. This is when you do it. Tom, like pumpkin spice latte season is upon us. Chicks already putting on their Johnny Depp hats, already putting on their boots. <laughs> you know, dude, the Johnny they're, Depp hats. They're about, to, they're about to. They're about to fucking throw their scarves on. They're ready. They're like, give me all the pumpkin spice. About a month before pumps and pumpkin spice season, fresh baby blood season. Tom Brady putting on his fucking dumb hat. Johnny Depp in his way down to the Bahamas eating some fresh babies. It was a shtick when you first started saying this. Now I'm starting to think, what again? What is going on? I am trying to say I this is this is not a shtick. I this is the best theory I have. Tom Brady eats babies. So this was Brady's response to being gone. Why can't he just be really good? I don't understand. Maybe he worked really hard in the offseason. Just because multiple players in the front office have him in their cell phone as baby eater does not mean he eats the yeah. This is what he said in response to a question about being gone 11 days. Again, a lot of talking. With zero substance. It's all personal. You know, everyone's got different situations they're dealing with. So we all have really unique challenges to our life. And uh, 
You know? All right, let's just stop it there. Eight seconds in. <laughs> let's break this down. You said nothing so far. But first of all, his voice, like again, how he looks. Yeah, he came, came out, he came out a little Mike Tyson y. Very soft. A, a little Prince. I'm just going to play that first eight seconds again. It's all personal. You know, everyone's got different situations. It's all personal, with, you know. So we all have really unique challenges to our life. And, uh, all is, he going, is he going through a reverse puberty? Is this what's yeah. happening what is, with the what anti-aging happening process? He's like, it's like the opposite of Peter Brady in that one episode where his voice starts changing. Like two seasons ago, he's like, yeah, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's my last season. And maybe it's not. No, you know, I don't know. Everybody has unique challenges in the off season. It's Mine, like, of dude, course, is finding ripe children. He just described every human ever. Like, Every person has unique challenges in their life. Every person has unique cir- circumstances. What the hell are you talking about? So he's given us nothing for the first eight seconds. Let's continue. You know, we're, I'm 45 years old, man. There's a lot of shit going on. So what does that mean? Yeah. I'm 43 what? years old. Not really that much shit going on to tell you the truth. It's pretty, it, it gets easier. I'll tell you. What is the lot of shit going on? Harvesting and eating the flesh of babies. I don't know how many times I can say this. You know, you just got to try to figure out life the best you can. And, um, you know, it's a uh, continuous process. So, what? What? I love that he just described living. That's what I'm saying. He, he's it's, this- a, it's a continuous process. You know, I'm out there. I breathe in. I breathe out. I repeat a lot. And uh, I'm just trying to make it all work. You know, just trying to keep oxygen running in my heart and brain. Um, You know, and I'm doing it. I'm, I'm day to day, really. No, see, I've never questioned what I think Brady's going to do on the field. Now I'm starting to be like, dude, what's going to happen this year with the box in half? Because it, it's like, I, I don't know. This whole thing is just weird to me. I'm not, he, I'm not, he, re- he I'm not really buying the uh, Falcons, Panthers, or uh, Saints. So Me either. But I don't think Tom Brady's going to have, I don't think we're going to have the Tom Brady MVP talk this year. That's my prediction. But like in this interview... Both visually and how he's talking, he almost seems like a robot now. I've, I've never seen that from Brady. What's going on with the What's going on with elite NFL quarterbacks right now? Are there any that are somewhat normal? Oh, do we just all be Josh Allen, Joe Burrow stands at this point? Because I mean, Mahomes has his fucking family nightmare. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers. Rogan thing. I like, I was just like, it was an awkward conversation to listen to. I'll be totally honest. And now Brady, your boy, Russ, Jesus Christ. What's going on with elite NFL quarterbacks? Do you know, Russ? He, did you see? I, I like the burrow. I, I'm, I'm on the burrow Allen Herbert campaign right now. Just three normal plain vanilla white dudes. Yeah. Just like bros. And by the way, I'm on those guys too. Like those guys, those guys would definitely, you definitely catch those guys at a fucking Vegas casino, fucking Joe Burr and out together. 
Oh, yeah. You know? No, I agree. And I, I'm on all three of those guys as well. Meanwhile, Patrick Mahomes would be like trying to get his brother to climb down from the Paris fucking Eiffel Tower. You know, Brady'd be off in some fucking middle of the desert flesh harvesting fucking thing. Aaron Rodgers, I would assume, would be living in some sort of bunker surrounded by canned goods and weapons. He's he's now a fucking Armageddon, you know, conspiracy theorist. Is he? I don't know. I mean, they like. He I'm, honestly, 30 min- I'm 30 minutes into that episode. He's one of those guys. I I, I like Aaron Rodgers. I do. Yeah, I, do I like too. I, I like him as a player, obviously. I like that he seems like a smart guy. But you know what he is? It feels like to me when I listen to the Aaron Rodgers thing. He's a bunch of my friends who like found conspiracy theories at like 24. He's like he's like new to the game. Like, unfortunately for him, he's 40. But like this is the kind of conversations you hear in like Brooklyn dive bars, bunch of 20 somethings just ate mushrooms for the first time. It's like, yeah, big farmers controlling all of us. Thanks, Aaron Rodgers. Thanks for the fucking update. Well, I like him. Next, um, you're going to tell me capitalism is kind of fucking weird. Yeah, but to be fair to him, talking about like the big pharma and all that, I don't, I don't think people have really talked about it. On the Joe Rogan podcast, I think no, just we both in, talked about it. No, no, in general, like even I like like you you see all the commercials, but I don't think people really think when they until they hear like are seventy five percent of commercials really pharmaceutical. Also, Joe companies? Rogan has definitely thrown out some wild numbers. Well, that's what I'm saying. Are that's why I said are they? Like, I don't think asking. so. I also don't think when Joe Rogan said 75% of restaurants in Los Angeles closed during COVID. 75%, three out of four restaurants closed during COVID. I don't that like closed for good. Yeah, that's what he said. To me, as somebody who lives in Los Angeles, that seems like a reckless statement. I don't three out of every four restaurants. No, yeah, I don't I, know about I, that. I, I just cannot believe that that. Yeah, if that fact is true, there are parts of L.A. that I haven't gone to. Are there parts of L.A. that are just like no longer like no longer exist? Yeah, I wouldn't believe in that one either. Uh, like like when it comes to stats, were I, they I like Agora Hills is now closed? We've just shut down entire neighborhoods. But how do you think Rogers is going to play this year? Like, I think he's going to like, here's my thing. And the same way with Brady, like I said, I'm kind of like. I shouldn't say worry. Like, I think they'll probably play well because they're that good and they've been playing that long. Well, Brady's also fucking pushing 50. Brady's got to fall off at some point. I mean, I don't, I honestly don't know how hanging a bunch of infants and letting their blood drain into barrels so that you can drink it over ice affects your play, but um, he's got to fall off at some point. So who people have been saying for years, keep doubting him. So who's your, and we're going to discuss this next week when we preview the whole season. Yeah. But like, who would you say is your odds on favorite to win the MVP at quarterback? I mean, I don't know about odds on, but you got to think Josh Allen's going to be in the mix. Yeah. I kind of like the, I kind of like the Herbert thing. I mean, it all kind of depends on, you know, so much goes to like how these teams play. It's going to be tough for one of those like AFC West 
quarterback, you know, quarterbacks to win 13 games. And I think we know that 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 goes a long way in getting MVP votes. Probably a little Jameis sprinkled in there. Unbelievable. I kid, I kid. Let's uh, let's play a little underrated, overrated. Ooh, yeah, we're my talking, favorite game. Yeah, we're talking quarterbacks right now, and this is a quarterback, okay. It's a quarterback related question, a little historical one. Uh, we'll play a call with it. The one that fucking like gets down. Yo, what's up, boys? It's Lagoy calling you live from the Wigwam, the, the Wigwam Bar here in uh, Old Forge, New York, in the three one five. Just calling because I'm watching the football life here at this bar of Troy Aikman. I'm just wondering, is he overrated, underrated, or properly rated? Is he the greatest quarterback in college history? And also, that's it. Stay dirty, boys. Uh, my boy, Patty. Yeah, stay dirty, boys. Stay dirty, guys. Sports question? Yeah, Justin Fields, man. Is he goaded or not goaded? Is he, he going to throw 20 TDs or 20 picks? We got to know. He's going to be out of the Ooh. league in two years. We got All right. Stay dirty, Justin boys. Fields. These guys are always wasted. Okay. I love the 315 crew. Hey, by the way, this is a great question. I think this is great. And and you and I, I know, have had in-depth discussions on Troy Aikman. I know we have. But it's one that I'm here to have again. Underrated, I, I, overrated. I kind of think that this is like, this might be the most difficult quarterback to ever do this with for a couple of reasons. I agree. One, the name of the game is to win Super Bowls. Sure. So the man did his job. Yeah, three times. And you can't really point to the those Cowboys, those cow that Cowboy mini dynasty, and say, "Oh, they left one on the table here because." Troy Aikman didn't perform or they left one on the table here because Troy Aikman didn't perform. I mean, I think it was the three and four years. The, the break in between was, uh, was that the Niners team that won? I think so. Yeah. And, and that team was insanely good. Um, but I lean overrated. Mm. Now, Troy Aikman doesn't come up a lot when you talk about all-time quarterbacks. And he has three Super Bowls. So, you know, that makes him closer to properly rated. I don't know. Maybe Troy Aikman's properly rated. I, I would say he's more properly or slightly overrated. Now, now here's the thing. That's kind of where I'm at. If you really want to break down Troy Aikman's career, if you really want to break it down, statistically speaking, it's it's just not. I don't even know if I'd call I'd call it at, now. I got I got to put in the time frame right where guys are not throwing the ball around the field as much as they are today. The yards aren't as high, but dude, here's but also more. you. But we we've talked about this a million times. You. Your best chance of winning is not having those seasons. Sure. No, your I best know. chance of winning is being behind, you know, letting Emmett Smith run behind that elite offensive line and controlling the game and not For turning sure. the ball over. But, but, but to that, Joe, I mean, if you really look at it, and again, I know the 90s were different. 
the most touchdowns he ever threw. Dude, it's pretty wild if you break it down. Is 23. Yeah. He threw in his 12 years. He only threw 20 or more touchdown passes in a season one time. Like, like all I'm saying is like, if you really look at the numbers and it's not everything for sure. And I agree with you. You have Emmett Smith. You have a great defense. You have a great all around team. Hence they won three out of four. Dude, he only threw 23 touchdowns. Like that's the most. And the most they ever threw is for 3,400 yards. Like, like, there's they're extremely pedestrian numbers. My point is like they're winning Super Bowls when he like he's not doing insane numbers during the season. Now, now here's the thing in the postseason, he was really good. And that's what I want to point out. Yeah. Like in, in the postseason, his numbers were elevated. They just were like he was good in the postseason and he was a Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. Once. Once. Right. But here's he, here's my question. He stopped playing football in the 2000 season, correct? Yes. When was he inducted into the Hall of Fame? Is Troy Aikman a first ballot Hall of Famer? I bet he was. That's 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 wild to me. I would say if Troy Aikman was a first ballot Hall of Famer, that he is slightly overrated. I I would agree. I mean, he. Like you said, 23 touchdowns is his most ever. Ever. 3,400 yards is his most ever. I think what happened was that it's like the Yankees and your boy Jeter. Yeah. And he played for the Cowboys. Of course. He was a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah. So overrated, slightly overrated. Yeah. But also the name of the game is to, you know, be the quarterback of the team, like, you know, not be the guy who needs to throw for a ton of yards. If that's not your fucking game plan. Now, I think you could argue that Troy Aikman, given the running game he had, given the offensive line he had, given the receivers he had, should have been better, like should have had better statistics. Yeah. And therefore, it's kind of just like how we judge him, but no one ever brings up Troy Aikman in all-time QBs. No. Nor should they. But also, but also, you know, if you look at, get get your Miller Lights ready. It's time for the Joe Prano drinking game. You look at an Eli Manning type career, right? More statistics, two out of two of three Super Bowls. Way, way, way less talented teams. And we talk about is he or is he not a Hall of Famer? 
but Troy Aikman's a first ballot Hall of Famer. That's sort of the that's sort of it's almost like we're just right and left of the overrated, underrated uh, line, right? Those might be yeah. the two guys. I mean, it, it is crazy in his three seasons, like that they won the Super Bowl. His touchdown passes are 23, 15, and 16. Yeah. Like, dude, you're, you're, I'm just saying again, and I know the era is different and I know it's different, but like your Super Bowl quarterback is throwing 15 and 16 touchdowns for a whole, he's averaging one touchdown a game a whole season. Peyton Manning's throwing 15 touchdowns in like the first four weeks of the year. Yeah. And it's nothing that, by the way, I don't have a problem with Troy Aikman being a Hall of Famer. Like, uh, I, like, I don't, no, I don't either. I don't either. But I always have a problem with like when you talk, like to me, if Troy Aikman's a Hall of Famer on the first ballot, there's other guys that we should, like, why are we having this? Is Matt Ryan a Hall of Famer conversation? Why are we having is Philip Rivers a Hall of Famer conversation? Why are we having Eli Manning? Everyone's going to come with, well, minus Eli, everyone's going to come at you with Super Bowls. Everyone. Yeah, but like, that's what that, I'm just saying. That's what the I know, but that, but like, that, that always goes back to how many Super Bowls do the Cowboys win if Steve Young's their quarterback in that era? If whoever else is their quarterback, a Marino, if like, you know. Okay, here's a question. Take everything else out of it. As far as like team, era they played, who they played with. When it comes to talent level, skill level at the quarterback position, who is the best skilled quarterback the Cowboys have ever had? Because I think that's an interesting discussion. Like you could make an argument. Tony Romo was way more skilled, couldn't you? Probably. Or, do you t- or, or am I trying to put this you know, in a vacuum? The name of the hurt. game, stay on the fucking field. Yeah. Okay. You know, um, same with Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott might be talent, more talented than both of them. But you got to stay on the field. Yeah. Um, you know, I didn't get to watch Roger Staubach play a lot of games, but, you know, people have good things to say about his career. Um, but also, you know, Troy Aikman, it's easy to stay on the field when you're never touched. Although he still got it. Obviously, he retired because he got hit so much concussions. Right. right. And his eyes have been bloodshot since. <laughs> we just never talk about the fact that Troy just looks like a looks like Towley every fucking Sunday. Oh, this social media does. Twitter does. Yeah. My favorite <laughs> I know I always bring this up. My favorite is the the Jay Z, the Jay Z Troy Aikman comparison. That meme, yeah. the Jay Z Troy Aikman meme. I would call that an all time meme. Did somebody just notice that? Like, why does Troy Aikman really look yeah. like Jay Z? Yeah, I think somebody had to have been high. It's your boy, that. it's Troy. I mean, he wouldn't last in today's era. He wouldn't last how? With those numbers, obviously. Right. But that's that's pointless. I shouldn't even bring that up. 
But I, I think there was propaganda. I just want to say that because as a kid in the 90s, mid to late 90s, he was part of the sexy cowboys. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, sure. like the propaganda was strong. I feel like that's your next read is Jeff Perlman's uh, Cowboys book. Oh, he's got a Cowboys book? Yeah. Done and done. <laughs> I'm reading Shoeless Joe right now. Nice. I, I start, you know, I, I I took a course in college and I was supposed to read it, but I was too much of a slapdick back then. It was a, it was a, it was a sports and literature class, which is wild to think I, I half-assed it and didn't read a lot of the books or read half of them. But I was a dumb college kid, and now I want like I want to read this. You know, after I was inspired to the Field of Dreams game again, and I was like, you know, I want to read the actual book that it's that it's based off of. I always thought about doing a special where I didn't wear shoes and just call it Shoeless Jail. Should, yeah. Long way to go for a joke, but listen, that's what we're here for. What else? What else we got going on? I mean, they can see you live at the uh, the stand, the, the comedy cellar. Comedy cellar. Is, comedy is, cellar. Is, is that a total fuck up there? No. Do they have a stand in in Vegas now? No, they do not. Okay, so it's just a comedy cellar. Yes. Do you know any other other comics that you're performing with? Um, we just got a we just got a message from Randy is out of control. I just saw the text. Randy Ruther coming in hot, coming in hot. Randy on a Monday he lives in Arizona now, so he has access to bombs, which he's throwing into the Dirty Sports podcast right now. Randy. Why isn't Randy? Why isn't Randy in Vegas this weekend? That's a question I have for Randy. Randy, yeah. I'm in Vegas. So close to yeah, Arizona. Yeah, yeah. Go, go desert to desert, man. Yeah. Do, do the drive. Leave the desert. Yeah. I can. The guy I, walks around. Fucking. He, he he looks a lot like uh, Randy Randy Ruther and Randy Quaid in Vegas Vacation have a lot in common. I can see that. Just walking around with yards. I can see Randy getting drunk and taking an Uber. Like I can see like, like he's the type of guy who's like, fuck it. I'll take an Uber to Vegas. And they're like, sir, that would be $800. And he's like, yeah. whatever. It's like, put it on the GI bill. He's like, I'm here to put some money on. Burr, win at the yeah. Super Bowl. I, I saw a guy. So like, yeah, it's going to be $800. Sir. He's like, fine. I'm going to make it back and more. I'm going to put that $800 on the Bengals to win 14 games. I was walking Roscoe the other day. Roscoe Pete Coltrane. Yeah, and I was wearing a red shirt, like a nasty boy shirt. And I was like, ah, oh, that's when they were good. It was an old guy. And I was like, yeah, he's walking his dog. He goes, but the Bengals are good now, right? And I'm like, yeah. And then he goes, I'm putting $100 that they win this Super Bowl today. Like, he was so proud to tell me. He's like, I'm going yeah. to the casino, and I'm betting $100. And I and I couldn't resist. I was like, I was like, yeah, man. I th- they definitely have a shot. I was like, but you know, it's really hard, sir. To like, he's like, they're gonna do it. And I was like, am I really gonna? That reminds that reminds me of another uh, Vegas vacation moment. By the way, Vegas vacation, uh, maybe the most underrated Vegas or the most underrated vacation movie. Really, I, I really like that's this. an interesting take. I really like Vegas vacation. 
but uh what you should have said is the uh is the line the dealer gives uh gives Clark in that where he shows up and he's like, How about you just give me half the money you're gonna spend? I'll kick you in the nuts and we'll call it even. Yeah. Here's a fun fact I learned. Only seven teams have returned to the Super Bowl after losing in the Super Bowl era. Wow. Or seven times. Yeah. And of those seven, three were Bills. So my point is like, if you take that out of it, it's only happened four other times that a team has returned to the Super Bowl after losing. But like, here's a great, here's a great thing, Andy, because, you know, uh, one of those other teams was obviously the Cowboys. Troy Aikman, because they went back to back against the Bills, correct? Oh, yeah. I'm talking about a team who loses and then plays the next year in the Super right, Bowl. Right. Okay. Got it. Team who loses. Does that make sense? It's only happened yeah. seven times in the Super Bowl era where a team loses the Super Bowl and makes it back to the Super Bowl. Okay. Good next know. year. Um, let me just throw this out there. Jim Kelly was a better quarterback than Troy Aikman, right? Ooh. Ooh. Probably agree with you on that. I mean, I don't even know if people would argue otherwise, right? Yeah, I don't think there's much of an argument. Yeah. I mean, Jim Kelly was first team all pro once. Fun fact, Jim Kelly has more or... But Troy Aikman still had more pro. Dude, Troy Aikman, the Pro Bowls is like Troy Aikman was making the Pro Bowl when he's throwing like 13 touchdowns and 12 interceptions. Yeah. This is your yeah. boy. Yeah. It's Troy. Yeah, man. I I I, I agree. New toy. That's a that's a pretty that's a pretty obvious one, actually. You're right. Thanks for the call, Lagoy. <laughs> Dude, they're doing Monday Night Football now. That's going to be crazy. Yeah. And we're not going to watch them too much because we're going to be on the Manning cast. Yeah. We'll watch two better quarterbacks than Troy Aikman instead. Shots fired. We have to keep this a little light today, Joe. Great. Are we really? done? No, I'm really hungry. Oh, okay. Joe. I'm sorry. I'm, 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 I could eat. I'm hungry. And, uh, I had a light lunch, but what I had for lunch, I had some of those butcher box steaks. Oh, hell yeah. A little flank steak. It was really good. I, I cooked it. I got like, a, I don't have a grill yet. I got, I got a, a, a little smokeless grill that you can put in the fridge or put in the fridge. No, that you can put in your kitchen. Cook some Frank, some, some flank steaks with that. Got a got a nice order of butcher box and dirt balls. If you want high quality meat and seafood you can trust, go to butcher box. It's a hundred percent grass fed, free range organic chicken, pork raised, crate free, and wild caught seafood. All these great different types of food they will send directly to your doorstep. Free shipping for the continental United States and no surprise fees. Free shipping. Apologies to Alaska and Hawaii. You can choose a variety of box options from curated to customize and change your plan whenever you want. Again, I, I've tried the flank steak. Got some bacon. 
Got some ground beef. We got a special order right now. You can take chicken breast off your grocery list. So just put an X through that. You don't need it anymore because ButcherBox is offering our listeners, that's you, Dirtballs, an incredible deal that they've never offered before, ever. Groundbreaking. Big news right here. Free chicken for a year. We all know the supplies, supply chain issues. Put your boxes like we got it covered. Get two pounds of free range organic chicken breast for free in every order when you sign up at butcherbox.com forward slash dirty. Whoa. That's right. Full Joey Lawrence from Blossom. Whoa. Whoa. Claim this deal once again at butcherbox.com forward slash dirty. That is free chicken for a year. Do they still have the seafood buffet at the Rio? Did you I see? don't know. Is that a thing? That was what they were known for. They had like the best seafood buffet in town. Let's go. Are you a buffet guy? I am a buffet guy. You are. Because some people yeah. are like creeped out by it. Nah, not me. You, you, now, you, seafood buffet creeps me out a little bit more, but I'd still fucking do it for sure. You'd fuck with it. Oh, I fucks with it hard. Yeah. I would too. So the angels are being sold. Or, oh. I, I cor correction, they're exploring the sale. Well, hopefully, the new owner believes in pitching. And uh, spend some money on that. Yeah. And I bet they get a hefty price being California, greater Los Angeles based. Listen. Because the thing is, they've spent money, Joe. Like, they spent money on holes, right? They've spent money on Trout, on Otani. Yep. But the Mets have spent in their past, too. And the difference between good ownership and bad ownership isn't necessarily just writing checks to random fucking people, you know? Sure. Um, you got to be smart about it. I mean, it, what's amazing to me, and we've seen this across sports and I've talked about it, and it's why actually right now, and it's still going on, I can't tweet about, I can't, I can't post anything about my New York Mets without some wildly insecure Atlanta Braves fans showing up in the mentions, whether the tweet mentions the Braves or not, guys, you're showing your hand. You're insecure. You, you, you just won the world series. You're concerned with every tweet by every person that tweets about the Mets. We get it. You're scared of our owner and you should be, but that's the point. You see it with this, with, with what the Mets are doing. Steve Cohen just paid for 65 former players and coaches to come back for old timers day. They had their first old timers day in forever. They spend not just on the field, but off the field. And that is where like, you know, these Braves fans who are like same old Mets. We'll see what happens come October. The only thing that's the same is the stadium and the color of the uniforms. When you change ownership, you change everything except the laundry and the building, you know? So for yeah. the angels, a team that has been in Los Angeles, greater Los Angeles area has never been able to find out 
are they the Anaheim Angels? Are they the California Angels? Are they the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim? Are they the Los Angeles Angels? They don't know what the fuck they are. And then they throw, oh, we're just going to give all the money to pool holes. We're going to give all the money to this guy. We're going to give all the money to this guy. They're not well run. Yeah, I agree. And and being in the greater Los Angeles area, like you said, they'll probably get a hefty price because somebody like Steve Cohen should be smart enough to say, I know how to go in there and make them something for Southern California that isn't the fucking Dodgers. Be your own thing. Sure. And then when they're suddenly good, I'm sure, you know, Seattle Mariners fans or whoever the equivalent of Braves fans are going to be like, same old angels. And it's like, bro, they just sold the fucking team. I, I'm rooting for it. I like the angels. I would like the angels to be good. And I would certainly like it because we see how fast this goes when this happens to teams. We've seen it. We've seen it from the Dodgers. We've seen it from the Mets. We've seen it from the Mavericks. We've seen it from like the, the Rams. We've seen, I mean, how many times have we seen it oh, where, yeah. You get New Ocean, but I'd like to see it happen immediately because I'd like to see them save Trout's career, save Otani's career. Don't make these guys, you know, have shitty, no playoff appearances their whole fucking lives. Or let them go somewhere else and just rebuild the team in a different manner. Yeah, or just, I mean, they're both great. Like immediately get the right people in place to build their, build a franchise today. The angels are so forgotten about living out there. You know this. Like, they're just the they're an afterthought, man. But Andy, you could say the same thing about the Mets and the Yankees. Yeah, but I, I look. I I know you're from there. I, I would argue as an outsider. I never viewed it that way. Okay. You know. I mean, obviously, the Yankees get a ton of attention. Sure. But I'll tell you what. The Mets get more right now. The Mets are getting more attention nationally and probably in New York. For one reason. The new owner. That's it. Because without the new owner, there is no Scherzer. Without the new owner, there is no Lindor. Without the new owner, there is no Marte. Like without the new owner, like there is no old timers day. There is no black jerseys as much as I fucking hate them. Get the angels, the new owner would be fucking fantastic. And also move the fucking Oakland days to Las Vegas while we're at it. Build them a fucking dome. Cause Oakland, that's a goddamn nightmare. 2,500 people. There's more people going to your Florence y'all's games than they're going to fucking Oakland A's games. It's a big league fucking franchise. Did you see that guy getting a blowjob? Honestly, they were talking about they were going to investigate and and charge those people with a crime. Yeah, that's the most exciting thing that's happened in Oakland ballpark the whole fucking year. You guys haven't seen it. this guy. They should have a promo where you get in free if you suck somebody's dick while you're there bobblehead night right yeah there you go fucking andy 
Woo. That's it. That's the hottest Andy riff we've had in the fucking months. Andy hit us with a bobblehead. <laughs> you said months. That video is wild. Just nobody in the stadium. I don't know if you guys have seen it. Check it out online. This girl just starts going down on this dude. I like you're the only other person there decided that they're going to film him with the fucking cell phone. Yeah. We have some late breaking NFL news, Joe. Ooh. Some news that, like, again, got lost in the fold. I would say this player, but it's interesting how this is playing out. The 49ers and Jimmy G are finalizing a new contract that will make him the highest paid backup. But here's where it gets weird. I don't even understand what the hell's happening right I now. I don't either. This is, for, <laughs> this is from Adam Schefter. Jimmy Garoppolo and the 49ers agreed to a restructured one-year contract that will keep him that would keep the QB in San Francisco this season. The contract contains no trade and no tag clauses assuring Garoppolo will remain in San Francisco this season. will have the freedom to leave in 2023. It's fascinating because nobody clearly wanted him. Right. Garoppolo's new deals were 6.5 million in base, fully guaranteed source. Of, he has another 500,000 in roster bonuses. He also has playtime bonuses. I don't understand that. Wasn't his deal for way more than that? But I think they could have cut him and he would have lost $25 million. I could be incorrect in that. So there was a tweet earlier this morning saying San Francisco could clear $25.5 million in cap space if he's released tomorrow by the 4 p.m. deadline. I'm also told, this is from Jordan Schultz who tweeted this. I'm also told that John Lynch does not want to face Jimmy G with the Seahawks in week two. So does it sound like they were also strategizing, like they didn't want him to go to a division rival? Right. Which is kind of interesting. See, right now. This is all interest. Like, this is fascinating to me. I don't even know. Right? Yeah. Do they already have, like, I'm on Sport Track, you know, that has a contract says six and a half million. I mean, this is, is this already a fucking done deal? I just, how does that work? You, you've already moved on. Trey Lance is your guy. Like Jimmy G's cool with that. He's just like, yo, man, I'm gonna take my paycheck. And if, if Lance sucks, I'm right back in the starting lineup. Yeah. Cause obviously there's a good chance that could happen that Trey Lance yeah. isn't ready. We all know they're close. 2018 they were- through 2022, he signed a a $137.5 million contract. His average salary is $27.5 million. Signing bonus seven million. So they could have cut him and saved that money, but instead they signed him for six and seven million dollars to be a backup. Again, NFL contracts, you know, I've discussed this. They're, they're not a thing. Salary cap, it's yeah. not a thing. It's just not a thing. It's, it's right. Like we've talked about this, right? Like it's not so, a thing. I mean, like, they, so I guess they could have cut him. They could have cut him, but they would have preferred to trade him. 
but no one wanted him because then they're trading for him for $27 million. But if they cut him, then somebody could sign him for a free agent money. So instead of letting, instead of cutting him and letting him sign as a free agent, they restructure his deal and they give him $7 million to be a backup with potential to make it nine if he plays. Okay. I guess. So that's what, but, but is there, where's the worry about team chemistry? Right? Like, I, I would think, like, you just have this guy around. Well, now, I mean, now the whole plan, yeah, I guess, you know, if he's happy being a backup, he signs this deal essentially says, I'm signing to be a backup. Well, Jimmy but, G but, in San Francisco. But again, Sarah. like they start what let's just let's just they start one and three. Now suddenly you got your if you go one and three, you gotta go to Jimmy G. But that's what I'm saying, right? Did nobody really want him? Because if Trey Lance don't fit, then he must sit. Johnny Cochran, GM of the Niners. Oh, I know. You got you got some great rhymes today. So nobody wanted him? Like, that's what I'm like. Really, nobody wanted him? Well, no one had the option to have him, right? Because if you trade for him, then you're trading for him at $23 million. So no one wanted him at $23 million. Okay. Uh, yeah. And no one want maybe somebody wanted him at seven million, but he's he took the seven million from the from the devil he knew. He's like, I'm just going to crush porn stars. Yeah. I'm going to stay Bay here. area quality porn stars. Yeah. I'm going to be, I'm going to be this good looking, good looking Italian dude. I'm just going to keep crushing porn stars and crushing subway. Cause dude, he was a subway spokesperson. Yeah. Has anyone who's been a subway spokesperson actually ever eaten it? Charles Barkley has for sure. For sure. I feel like the pedophile guy has too. Jared. Yeah. Like Tom Brady's a spokesperson. He's never eaten that. Yeah. He's like, can you although doesn't Tom Brady like do we think that there's a chance that Jared was fucking the kids and then selling them to Tom Brady to drink their blood? Is there any possibility that is that where the whole link came in? Do we think this is all a sub I have a subway conspiracy theory? I think this is all Subway's fault. Wow. I go on the tinfoil podcast and talk yeah. about that. You know why there were no traces of tuna in Subway's tuna? Because it's actually ground up babies after Tom Tom Brady has drank all the blood out of them. He's like, how do I get rid of the bodies? Well, Subway, here at Subway, we'll ground them up for you and call them turkey. You call them tuna. I guess now's a bad time to announce Subway has been uh, dropped as our new sponsor. I had it lined you know, up. You, you know I wouldn't do it. I know. I wouldn't do it either. No way. What are we, Barstool? We would, though, if they gave us enough money. No, we wouldn't. No, we wouldn't. We'd, we'd, go, we'd call Jimmy Johns, and we'd be like, listen, guys. We may, we, no, we wouldn't. i call Jersey Mike's, man. Jersey Mike's. Sorry. That's what I meant. Fuck Jimmy Johns. I just had Jersey Mike's yesterday, by the way. Jimmy Johns is number two, though, behind Jersey Mike's. I like Jimmy Johns. But, yeah, we'd call, we'd, we'd call Jersey Mike's. 
be like, listen, Jersey Mike, Subway made us this offer. We'll take half. Yeah, you're right. You're right. We'll, we'll take half. You're right. I yeah, Subway. Nobody even talks about that. Like it's it's wild to think like with Subway that their spokesperson was a kitty toucher is like low on the list of why not to eat Subway. Yeah. Like that's how many controversies they've had. Yeah. Have you seen these commercials for these Papa John's bowls? No. Bro. Papa John's now has bowls. Is it John Lequizamo doing it again? Yes. Is it? Yes. So instead of ordering a pizza, it'd be like you get a bowl with all the ingredients and no crust. Sounds horrible. Dude, I literally want to vomit. When I, like that stuff, normally I like I can handle commercials and I don't get queasy. I see, I dude, they're showing these commercials. I, I honestly want to throw up. Maharis is like, I eat them every day. <laughs> like, wait, what? Gonna serve it at his wedding. That's gonna that's gonna be the food that they give all the fucking people who show up. One, I feel like this is something at least one of our interns would be into. Doesn't it sound like that's like the only target market is like Shabelli, EJ, Trevor, Aaron Maharis, even Nick, even Nikki D. I can see Nikki D being like, "Yeah, you don't love the Papa Bowls." And you're like, "What are you talking about?" It's like, dude, sometimes I'll go to get a Papa Bowl and then I'll go to Don's just to get a fucking French fry and throw it in the Papa Bowl. And I'm like, dude, I'm gonna classic. S- I'm going to send you this, man. Like, you're going to you're going to vomit. It's a Papadella or whatever the fuck John Lake Wizama is doing. It's a Papa Bowl. Introducing our new crustless oven baked Papa Bowls. All your favorite pizza. It's called a Papa Bowl. Yeah. Jesus. In Christ. a bowl, but without the crust. Who just wants cheese and sliced veggies? Papa Jan's. Honestly, I can't think of something I want to eat less than this. That looks disgusting. How bad does this look? <laughs> like, dude, no lie. I'd rather be tortured than eat. This. Like, to me, torture would be just a eating. chicken Alfredo fucking Papa Bowl. Oh, it looks so bad. It looks like a fucking TV dinner. It looks like some shit you get. It looks like a but a TV dinner looks better. Yeah. Where's Shaq and all this? Shaq has an ownership stake now in Papa John's. I don't know. He's like in Turkey on a yacht with Hasbulla or whatever the fuck that midget's name is. Wait, what? Yeah. Now we need Randy Ruther to call. And you don't know about this dude. Randy's obsessed with him. Wait, what? Oh my God. This is what I'm talking about. What am I missing? The fucking weirdo, like dwarf kid who's like somehow a fucking internet sensation but also i still don't understand what or who he is because he doesn't have a wikipedia page what are you i have no clue you're talking about i mean type in shack and hasbula this is what shack's up to right now how do you spell that h-a-s-b-u-l-l-a oh This is literally what Shaq's up to right now. Well, Randy Ruther says he's real big in the MMA community. I yeah, but I don't understand it. Is there is there a is there a midget division, a little person division? Sorry. (laughs) 
<laughs> Bro, we live in we live in a wild. I'm time. telling you, I don't understand the times we live in anymore. I'm like, I don't even Randy's explanation. He's taken in by all the Russian fighters for what? Like a he is he like the the like the guy Kid Rock used to hang out with? He's just like MMA mascot. Just him and Shaquille. So some MMA dwarf mascot and Shaq are on yachts in Turkey eating fucking Papa Bowls. This is like idiocracy took fucking steroids. All right. Hasbula Magomedvid. I don't know how to pronounce it. 11 facts about mini Khabib you should know. Okay. He's the Russian influence. Let's just go over something. He's the Russian influencer who's all over your timeline. Well, apparently not mine. He's an internet celebrity. He's 19 years old. He's three foot three. So he's Russian. Uh, what is happening here? Dude, is he a fighter? No, he's just a little mascot. Is Hasbro of dwarfish because of his size and voice? Many have assumed that he's form of dwarfism. However, he's not confirmed it. Well, See, this I, is the shit. This, this is this. Randy just sent us something. I I know one thing about the video. Randy just sent me. It's going to explain nothing. That's one thing for sure. <laughs> Explain that. Didn't you? <laughs> what is you want, to play, you want to play it? The video? Yeah. Yeah, sure. It's one second long. It's one second. Uh my fucking computer screen's locking up with this. Fuck this. Dude, we live in wild times. That, that's uh, like I'm telling you, this is 2022. You're like, where's Shaq? Where is where is the most maybe the most dominant basketball player at his peak of all time, and one of the most, um, you know, sought after NBA analysts? He's on a yacht somewhere in Eastern Europe with a dwarf UFC mascot punching each other in the face, eating crustless. Papa bowls. <laughs> the fucking real sentence this of something real that's world. really happening right now. Well, guys, call in with your thoughts. Let's do that on any of these things. 310-359-8365. Can you that imagine? Can you imagine if we were you asked that? <laughs> can you imagine if you're like, what's Kareem Abdul Jabbar up to these days? And you're like, oh, he's with the dwarf that used to tour with Kid Rock. And he's baking him into a gigantic Subway sandwich. It would be the, the same thing. I mean, this is unbelievable. Oh, you didn't hear? He's touring the Midwest. He's doing a book tour of the Midwest sponsored by Subway with the, with the dwarf that Chris Kirkpatrick used to hang out with. Oh, okay. Yeah, totally. Of course, that's what, that's what Kareem's up to. Why wouldn't he be? We live in wild times. And, and you know what? I I, 
I got to get out. Like, I got to just, I got to cut the cord. We're going to keep it short today. I'm in Vegas. So I'm like, here we go. Let's start the fucking weekend. Yeah. Let's on let's Monday. I mean, we're getting blown up now by Randy Ruther talking about a movie that Kareem did with Ernest. Yeah. Which that's a whole other. I've story. been asking Randy to explain Hasbulla to me for six months. I showed up to his house in Arizona. He was like, I ah, just been watching Hasbulla videos. I was like, I've seen this kid, but I don't get it. He's like, What's not to get? I'm like, just explain <laughs> to me what's happening. <laughs> Who is he? He's like, the UFC fighters love him. I'm like, okay. He's just the mascot. The UFC fighters love Joe Rogan too, but you can tell me he's a comedian, he's a former podcast, like whatever. Wild. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Dirty Sports. You can follow me at Andy Ruther. Apparently, Hasbulu is on on Twitter too, and I think, and you guys can follow him for about three more minutes till Tom Brady goes interview with a vampire on his neck and drains <laughs> his blood so that he can win the MVP again. <laughs> Tom Joe. Brady's gonna, Tom Brady's going to come up covered in blood, and he's going to be like, "What was that? Papa Bowls? Did you have a Papa Bowl this morning?" Uh, you can see me at the Comedy Cellar in Las Vegas all this weekend. It's in the Rio um, Comedy Cellar. If anybody doesn't know about the Comedy Cellar, um, as far as lineups go, no one really does it like the Comedy Cellar. This is my first time at their one in Vegas, but in New York, well-known, famously known for yeah. just the, the firest lineups that you could ever line up. Uh, so I'll be here all week, Monday through Sunday. Come see me do shows. Uh, come play golf. Uh, come hang by some pool. Tell me where to go in Vegas. If you're just like, if you're not in Vegas, but you're formerly from Vegas, you got a hookup in Vegas. Uh, guys, I'm going to be here for seven days. If anybody who's got Vegas tips, let me know. I'm down. Follow me on all social media at Joe Prano. Uh, I just put up a new um, clip on TikTok. It'll probably go up on Instagram later on. At Fix Your Life on Twitter. If you're a distraught uh, Atlanta Braves fan, distraught by the fact that you just won the World Series like eight months ago, um, you know, you can message me there and uh, go to my website, joeprano.com for shows where I'll be after I'm in Vegas. That's it. My all plugs right, were longer than the rest of the show. It's all good. I can't get over this dude. I mean, I've seen him. I know. I know what you're saying. Like, I don't get it. It's also, free. can somebody give us a Papa Bowl review? <laughs> Do you are right though. There, there, there are dirt balls who've eaten this already. Yeah. Oh my god. There are. I, I'll bet. I'll bet week one of football. Sitting on couches, hungover. I bet. I mean, I can see the three one five crew eating it like they're fucking. You know, instead, instead of horses pizza? at the horses at the trough. Instead of pizza though. No, oh, but you know, you know, you know what the way these commercials they break you down, dude. Did I have a did I order a papa? They did. Did I order a papadilla once last See? Season? See? <laughs> the papadillas aren't bad. They're basically a calzone. It's a folded pizza. They convince you to just they convince you to fold your pizza over and no, it was a calzone. It. It's basically a calzone. Okay. Yeah, it's a papadilla. You're like, fuck, I gotta try one of those. Well, I figured I was already ordering a pizza from there. Yeah. Which gave me massive diarrhea. No more. All right, let's wrap this up. I got Hasbulla. 
I'm, I'm, I'm ordering. ordering but by I'm when order- you said that at first, I thought you were talking about the terrorist group Hezbollah, like like out of. I'm like ordering Lebanon. a Hezbollah Papa Bowl this weekend. I'm ordering the signature Hezbollah Alfredo Papa Bowl just to see. Unbelievable! You should do a review. Yeah, post on TikTok, Joe. They they call it a Papa Bula. All right, guys, that's our show. Much love. Thanks for the support. We'll see you guys in a few days. Don't forget, stay dirty.